everybody, welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and even off-topic episodes that we especially will do on Open Line Friday. That's coming up later this week. And I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is episode number 151 for Tuesday, February 9, 2021. Ordinarily, I would have released this on Monday, but uh, from time to time, things just get really crazy busy. Yesterday was one of those crazy busy days, but that is not to say that I have not been accruing data, accruing, accruing information to share with you. I'm going to do that today, talking about the current weather pattern and the current weather trends and some really interesting stuff to uh, tell you about. So let's dive right in. Now today we're uh, going to be talking about a couple of things. This is going to be a relatively short episode and then I'm telling you what I'll be working on for tomorrow's release on Weather Jazz, which is science-related. But first of all, let's talk about the current pattern. Obviously, we are very cold. It's a cold pattern. It's a definitively cold pattern, but it really hasn't had a lot of ups and downs. Now, Scott Sable did a tweet yesterday, February 8th, and, and really displayed an interesting graph. I'm going to post his tweet on my show notes on weatherjazz.com, episode number 151. And you can see the graph that basically plots uh, an animation of sorts from January 1st to February the 7th over the last five or so years. And you'll see in the animation that, and this is quoting Scott, the first four years without 2021 this year, The ups and the downs are rather all over the place. Uh, Dots uh, are the days above 60 and below 20, and there were a number of them in that time frame from January 1st to February 7th in that four-year period minus 2021. And then he adds a blue curve, which is the curve for 2021 temperatures. And Scott writes, notice how much flatter the curve is, but it is just consistently cold with no extremes. In other words, it's definitively cold, but it's not record-setting cold. We've not been underneath that polar vortex, but it has been toying with us just to the north now for a number of days. Up to today, February the 9th, We have eight completed days in the month of February, and the climatological data that has been coming in shows that the first eight days of February has averaged below normal. That's eight consecutive days. Uh, I looked back in January, and the, the last day of January was actually a little above normal. So this string begins on February 1st. So I thought, okay, this is interesting. Let's go back a couple of years. 
and see what the longest stretch of below normal temperatures was in, uh, for instance, uh, the last four winters. Now, last year, it was one of those really mild winters. We only had four days, consecutive days, that we could put back-to-back where it was below normal, below the normal average. Stands to reason, too, that we did not see a whole lot of ice on Lake Erie. Now, that was 2019-2020, last, uh, last winter. 2018-2019, we go back two winters ago. We had a nine-day stretch, uh, late January to very early February. 2017 to 2018, that would be three winters ago, we had a 14-day stretch, and that started Christmas Day of 2017 and went until January 7th of 2018. And in 2016, 2017, we had an eight-day stretch. So when you average this all out, the average is about eight days. Um, now, last year was the exception. was exceptionally mild. And 2017, 2018, in the last five years, was uh, the cold year. We had 14-day stretch from Christmas to January 7th. Christmas 2017 to January 7th of 2018. So we're currently at eight. We're pretty close to the average. However, obviously, with this pattern, we will not be seeing any near-normal temperatures here in the next uh, week or so. And it, it would very, very easily surpass 14 days. So we'll continue to monitor this. We will revisit this as we go into next Monday's broadcast when we once again talk about the weather pattern. But the coldest dome, the uh, Arctic uh, center, if you will, is just to the north of North Dakota and just to the south and east of Winnipeg in Canada. And it stays there for a good chunk of the week. It's close enough to keep us below normal, but uh, we're certainly not at the center of the Arctic air. Does it plunge south? Well, a couple of the computer models keep suggesting that it's going to at least take a chunk of that, if not a big load of it, and pull it into the Great Lakes states this coming weekend. If we do, that will mean that uh, nighttime lows will probably go a little below zero, especially away from the lake, and we'll see daytime highs in the teens uh, and that would be best case scenario this weekend. We'll keep our eyes on that. This is a cold pattern, and we'll see just how much of uh, that Arctic slam, that Arctic core, better known as the polar vortex, uh, how much of that will uh, punch southward. Uh, does it hold together or does it modify? Even modified, it's going to be cold, and that's going to give us a good, long, consecutive stretch of below normal temperatures. One other interesting note in this current pattern is that uh, Utyavik, which is a town in northern Alaska, we know it as Point Barrow, Alaska. A number of years ago, Barrow, Alaska, the name was changed back to the Native American name for the place, which is Utyavik, and a rather strange pronunciation, but I'm also going to embed the tweet that I saw yesterday from the National Weather Service in Fairbanks. Uh, and uh, they tweeted that the pressure on Utyavik uh, yesterday was a record-breaking mean sea level pressure. 
And they put it in millibars, but I'll convert it for you. But uh, for those that like millibars, it's 1059.9. And that is the highest surface pressure that they've ever seen. The previous record was pretty close to that, 1059.8. That was set back in 1988. So how does that convert to your basic wall barometer? Well, take a look at it, and you'll see 30 inches as most of the barometers keep 30 inches as as the average being straight up at 12 o'clock or pretty darn close to that. The actual average, the sea level pressure average in the U.S. or in the the entire globe is 29.92 inches of mercury. So close to 30. 31, that would be extremely high. Uh, But the pressure at Utkiavik with a temperature of 34 degrees below zero Celsius, which is almost the same in Fahrenheit, about 30 below Fahrenheit, the sea level pressure on home barometers, it read 31.29 inches, way over 31 inches. Talk about a cold, dense, high-pressure system. That is definitely one of them. Again, brand-new surface uh, pressure record set at Utkiavik, better known as uh, Point Barrow, Alaska, at 31.29 inches. If you have a home barometer, Go check it out and see where 31.29 inches is. It's really, really high. Some cases, uh, home barometers stop at 31 inches. Uh, so um, if you happen to have one that goes a little bit higher, it's on the super high end of things. Well, what's coming up on Weather Jazz episode number 152, which is going to be released tomorrow? I had a wonderful conversation this morning uh, with uh, Freddie Ziegler. Freddie is new to the area. He is one of the warning coordinating uh, forecasters at the National Weather Service at Hopkins Airport. And most most recently, he uh, came to us from <clears throat> New Orleans, the New Orleans, Louisiana area. So that makes uh, quite a difference, quite a hop from a very tropical climate to a, a, a rather cold wintry one. Um, but uh, he has family in Michigan, so he's kind of close to them, and and they're really enjoying the climate so far. But that's not why I invited Freddie to come on Weather Jazz. The reason is because very, very soon, in the month of March, they will be starting Skywarn classes. If you've always wanted to be a better weather observer and or officially plugged in to the National Weather Service and kind of help them out because the National Weather Service, we've got all kinds of great tools. We have NEXRAD, Doppler weather radar, dual pole radar, which is also a new tool over the last couple of years. These are all great tools, but you need eyes on the ground in order to verify certain things or to talk about things that may be the the net of um, Nexrad does not catch. And so they train observers what to look for and how to report it. So if you'd like to be involved in the Skywarn system, 
Join me tomorrow for Weather Jazz, and uh, Freddie Ziegler will be able to explain what they're going to do this year, how they're going to do it, and also provide the links that will essentially get you straight to the National Weather Service, and uh, so that way you can sign up for one of the Skywarn classes. Again, that's coming up tomorrow right here on Weather Jazz. Well, we're coming up on Open Line Friday, and if you have a question or a topic suggestion, and literally anything and everything is on the table. It can be science, it can be weather, it can be personal in nature. And I encourage you to give me a call. I've got a new Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. We've had a few people use it recently. I would love to get your question on Weather Jazz. And the number is 234-525-5888. And remember, tomorrow we're talking about Skywarn. And so we'll catch you with another great episode right here on Weather Jazz. See you then. Weather and science across the globe. Across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.